Hey, I'm Bryson Davis, and you're listening to the 36th edition of the Christian Politics Podcast. Welcome to the Christian Politics Podcast, brought to you by the For Youth, By Youth Productions. This podcast is designed to discuss modern issues through the lens of the Bible. Well, welcome back to the show. It's always a a great thing to uh, be able to be a part of this program uh, each and every week and and to bring uh, pretty solid information into uh, our listeners. We want to thank our listeners briefly uh, for uh, all that you do. We're currently uh, pushing right up against 3,000 downloads, which is a milestone uh, for this uh, podcast, which uh, hasn't even been around for a full year yet. Um, So we want to thank all of our listeners uh, for that. Today's show is going to be uh, solely based on the uh, current issues uh, going on within American politics, which uh, is uh, obviously, as, as everyone knows, is, is taking place right now um, overseas in a place called Afghanistan. We spent an entire episode last week uh, with Daniel Odom breaking down uh, what's going on in Afghanistan, what's happening, um, the positive and the negative effects that you have with that. Um, although it may seem like uh, 20 years, it's been seven months, only seven months since the Biden administration took office. And last week, we witnessed one of the worst weeks in modern American foreign policy history due to the incompetence of the Biden administration. Last week, you saw the death of 13 service members, and that included Uh, From the report, at least 90 Afghans as two explosions ripped through crowds seeking evacuation after Joe Biden's um, exit, um, ill-fated exit, I should say, from Afghanistan. This is what we are dealing with. An incompetent president. And and let me remind you, Donald Trump, just just one year ago, a year and a half ago, um, it really, since uh, the since he was elected January twentieth, uh, when he became the uh, president, January twentieth, twenty seventeen, uh, Donald Trump was considered an incompetent president. Let me remind. Let me let me say this: we did not know the the definition of incompetence, and, and I will tell you that uh, if if Donald Trump was considered incompetent, Joe Biden is absolutely considered the far extreme of that. Um, Joe Biden is not fit to be president. Joe Biden should be uh, uh, held accountable uh, for what he has done and and the decisions that he has made um, over uh, the past week. And we've watched it unfold right before our eyes. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't even have the ability uh, to fully wake up from his afternoon nap in order to carry out a press conference. I think the question that we all would like to ask is, where's Joe? Where, where is he? Joe Biden is responsible for the deaths of 13 Americans due to his ridiculous and disgraceful decision to pull out American forces in Afghanistan. And, and it seems as if it doesn't even phase him. It, it seems as if this is just another day for Joe Biden. Listen to uh, Fox News. I want to I play a clip. Uh, this is Peter Ducey. 
uh, Fox News uh, questioning uh, Jen Psaki uh, on the deadline and evacuations. I want to play this for you real quickly. That maybe trying to reach this deadline and get everybody out, uh, mistakes are being made now that there is a report that at least one of the Afghans evacuated to Qatar uh, has suspected ISIS ties. Well, first, I would say we have a stringent vetting process, which includes uh, background checks before any individual comes to the United States. Uh, so I can't speak to one individual, but I can tell you and, and confirm for you that we take the vetting of any individual who comes to the United States and, and comes out incredibly seriously. Um, and it's an extensive process. Uh, I would say that this is now on track, Peter, to be the largest airlift in U.S. history. Uh, so and that is a. a bringing American citizens out. It is bringing our Afghan partners out. It is bringing allies out. Uh, so, no, I would not say that is that anything but a success. Okay, and I know that you... Did she just say that she wouldn't call Biden's Afghanistan pullout anything but a success? This is the White House press secretary saying that she would not call this anything but a success. But she fails to mention that 13 service members and 90 Afghans have died due to the uh, irresponsible decisions made uh, by the president in which she represents. I don't even know how she can stand up there and say uh, in her right mind that this um, she wouldn't call it anything but a success. And, and not to mention, she did not even mention anything about ISIS. By the way, I thought we got rid of ISIS. I thought that ISIS no longer existed. I thought that it wasn't even a uh, an, an issue anymore. Um, but, it, but it seems... As if, uh, according to Jen Psaki, that uh, they're still around. Um, but she she fails to mention, or according to Peter Ducey, uh and and studies and, and articles that uh, are out there that she fails to recognize. I here's what President Houseplant had to say um, regarding the uh, the same exact issue. Thank you. May God bless you all, and may God protect his troops and all those standing watch for America. We have so much to do. It's within our capacity to do it. We just have to remain steadfast. Steadfast. We will complete our mission, and we will continue after our troops are withdrawn to find means by which we can find any American who wishes to get out of Afghanistan. We will find them, and we will get them out. Ladies and gentlemen, they gave me a list here. The first person I was instructed to call on was Kelly O'Donnell of NBC. <clears throat> that's it. That, that's our president. Well, that's that's the guy that we elected 81 million people. Yeah, that's him. That that's the guy. That's that's the one that was going to fix all of our problems and 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 uh, be the greatest president uh, since Barack Obama. That's him. That's the guy. 81 million people. Awfully quiet, by the way. Uh, 81 million people. I haven't. Awfully quiet. 81 million people after uh, what's went on uh, over in the past week. I imagine. Um, after after listening to that clip, and, and you can, if you could see what I see here, 
the video that I'm watching where that uh, the audio is coming from um, and just how absolutely disgraceful it is. Um, the, the fact that he's given a list on whom to call on, for one, it is completely unpresidential. Um, and, and the thing that... that uh, the thing that crosses my mind is that the entire world is watching the United States right now. And, and nations like China and Russia um, are, are sitting back and laughing because right now, uh, quite frankly and honestly, with Joe Biden as president of the United States, America looks completely foolish. We look like fools, and, and quite frankly, we look like idiots who, who elected an incompetent president who, who didn't even have the ability to run a presidential campaign. And we're supposed to believe that 81 million people who, by the way, uh, are very quiet, voted for Joseph Biden of Delaware. It, it, it's absurd. It, and, it, and it's absolutely crazy. And, and for me, it's very hard to believe. Did it happen? Did he get more votes than Barack Obama? That's up for a debate. However, this is the president of the United States this is the guy that is leading our country in uh, very fastly into the to the wrong direction, leading us away from who we are, leading us away from our core values and and what makes us Americans. And, and this this is him. This is the guy that is that is leading us in the wrong direction. And, and if you have a bad leader, any nation, uh, you you can look at nations all throughout history. If a nation uh, is equipped with a bad leader, and, and in a nation like the U.S., when we have not just one leader but we have multiple, when when they when a nation is equipped equipped with multiple um, leaders who are leading, who, who are bad leaders and leading the country in the wrong direction, the country will fall. And, and we're witnessing uh, the the uh, the potential downfall of America um, with events like this happening. Um, it, it's tough to say that. Um, but but when you watch a clip of the president of the United States and he sounds uh, and, and looks and acts just like Joe Biden, it, it really it really will make you worry about the direction that this nation is heading with with a leader as incompetent as Joe Biden. Now that now there's a thing called the Twenty Fifth Amendment, which was threatened uh, to to be used on Donald Trump, who who uh, was uh, impeached twice. One time for a phone call. Donald Trump was not once responsible for an event happening just like uh, this over in Afghanistan. Donald Trump was never responsible. Nothing ever happened. In fact, Donald Trump was responsible for Mid Middle Eastern uh, peace deals and peace treaties and, and, and negotiations and, and doing things the right way instead of jumping the gun and, and you know pulling out from Afghanistan and ultimately being the reason that um, your decisions cause 13 American lives to be lost. That is the biggest point for today, and uh, that, that's the biggest disgrace that we're dealing with right now. To me, this is not America, and, and it's not who we are as Americans. This is, this is not us. Um, this is round two of Obama's America. If anyone can recall, um, for eight years... Uh, we, we were dealing with situations like this each and every day uh, within the Obama administration. Let me give you a few names here uh, who were relevant just uh, not, not so long ago uh, during Obama's administration. Joe Biden, Susan Rice, Anthony Blinken, 
William Burns, Wendy Sherman, Jake Sullivan. These are the exact same so-called foreign policy experts who were over Benghazi, who, who were foreign policy experts during Benghazi, and, and they are still fumbling foreign policy decisions again today, not to mention that during the Obama years, Joe Biden stood alone in advising President Obama not to take out bin Laden. That was one of the, one of the biggest things uh, that Joe Biden did. Joe, Joe Biden uh, has a record of not listening to his advisors, um, and, and this proves that point. Um, Joe Biden, uh, and I've heard reports that they advised Joe Biden uh, not to make some of the decisions that he, he made in Afghanistan with, with um, the, the very sudden exit and leaving the uh, Americans behind and the Taliban takeover of uh, the city of Kabul. And um, Joe Biden is ultimately going to do what Joe Biden wants to do. And uh, that's unfortunate uh, for the American people because Joe Biden, all throughout his 43 years, in uh, in government, you take uh, you can take the example of the crime bill that he he backed. Uh, take the example of him uh, in the Situation Room not wanting to uh, go on with taking out Bin Laden, or you can go to uh, his current uh, decision making that has been going on here uh, with the entire Afghanistan situation. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't have America's uh, good. In mind, in his decisions, he he always makes the opposite of the right uh, in in his decision making. He always makes the bad decisions um, and, and the ones that do not lead towards America's success. Now, I want to play you a clip uh, to put some of this in perspective. Uh, the the mother of a twenty year old Marine uh, calling into a national radio broadcast, and, and I want you to listen because this this is something that. I listened to uh, multiple times, and it's eight minutes long. You have to bear with. We'll stop and, and talk talk within uh, uh, within the the conversation. Um, but but just listening this will give you uh, uh, some some very great uh, perspective on uh, what is going on um, right now and, and what the current situation is. I'm going to take this call. I'm going to start with calls here. Kathy, Colorado, you're on the Wilcow Majority. Hello. Hey, my son was one of the Marines that died yesterday. And to listen to that. Sorry, I'm on the radio. No, 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 no. Go ahead. My son Uh, was one of the Marines that died yesterday. 20 years and six months old, getting ready to come home from freaking Jordan to be with his wife to watch the birth of his son. And that feckless, dementia-ridden piece of crap just sent my son to die. I woke up at 4 o'clock this morning to Marines at my door telling me my son was dead. So to have her on right before me and listen to that piece of crap talk about diplomatic crap with freaking Taliban terrorists who just freaking blew up my son and no, nothing, to not say anything about, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for the families. So my son is gone, and I just want all you Democrats who cheated in the election or who voted for him legitimately, you just killed my son. 
with a dementia-ridden piece of crap who doesn't even know he's in the White House. He still thinks he's a senator. So I'm going to try and calm down. I'm sorry. No, you – look, I that's, – That's the mother of a, of a 20-year-old Marine uh, who, who lost his life in Afghanistan. And, and as you can hear, um, j- just the uh, – that's just pure on, on what it um, – on, on how – how Americans are feeling, and and I can't imagine how uh, how the families of those uh, thirteen service members who lost their lives. I can't imagine how they're feeling, and that gives you just some perspective on what they are going through uh, due to uh, just due to the entire situation that could have been prevented, did not have to happen. And I will go out and say this: there is a positive effect. That this, we talked about this last week, that this could have uh, potentially an unstable Afghanistan could uh, leave, leave China with uh, some major issues. But, but the thing here is if we, so, so pe- people are looking at this as, uh, and even I, uh, and, and I can still understand this, uh, looking at this as, as a strategic way of throwing a curveball at China. You know, China's China's a big threat uh, to America. This, this is a way uh, of potentially throwing a curveball at China and saying, "Here's a mess. You take care of it," uh, because of the um, you know we we broke that down and all of the details that go along with that last week. And I and I'm still in understanding and and agreeance that that could happen. However, this is not the way to go about that. Um, th- this is the most irresponsible way to carry out that process, um, and, and this is not how you would go about doing that if this was strategic. So I do not think that this is strategic. I just think this is a, uh, a, a bad decision, uh, another bad decision by uh, the Biden administration, and this is a disgrace. This will go down in American history as, as one of the biggest and, and most ridiculous decisions and things to happen in the four years of Joe Biden's presidency, and it is an absolute disgrace that this happens in the United States of America. First half of the show is officially gone away. We're going to uh, take a quick break. I will be right back with some fast points and some current headlines in just a moment. tribute to uh, the great Rush Limbaugh with his uh, opening title. I've always wanted to do that. I always thought that would be cool to play that here in the show. I'm a, I'm a huge Rush fan, and I've always liked listening to Rush. I always enjoyed it. We're going to get uh, some uh, quick points in here now, uh, current political events, things that I'm not going to spend much time talking about. I will say, without a co-host here, it is very, very difficult to do the show all by yourself. I really feel like I've rambled 
uh, this entire time, and I feel like I've repeated myself a thousand times, and I don't really feel like I've been making that much sense, but it's just it's a great reminder of how important James is and how great of a co-host he is because there is absolutely, absolutely no way I could do this every week by myself. So, James, you're, uh, you're listening. James is, uh, always listens to us, and I guess he'll listen to this one too. So, James, we miss you in here because uh, we really need you. We're kind of struggling. But it's okay. We're going to uh, get some fast points uh, in right now, and, and we're going to do uh, a few headlines that we've got. The first headline, and this one's very interesting, it says Mitt Romney, everyone knows Mitt Romney, ran for president as a Republican, was the Republican nominee for president of the United States in uh, 2012, running against Barack Obama. Mitt Romney blames both Biden and Trump for crisis in Afghanistan. What a better statement to uh, try and keep yourself in the middle. And uh, the part on this that uh, is not included is that Mitt Romney is irrelevant. Uh, Mitt Romney has been irrelevant ever since uh, the comments he made just last year and uh, the entire impeachment thing. Mitt Romney is just a another swamp creature in the D.C. swamp. And uh, so that one is kind of laughable because it's Mitt Romney and who is that? He also said, though, that the removal of U.S. troops from Afghanistan is not the same thing as ending the war, which he goes on to explain in this interview. Um, You know, Mitt Romney's still um, irrelevant. You know, it's Mitt Romney. What, What else can you say? USA Today says that Biden's Uh, Approval rating has dropped nine points from uh, last week and uh, that he now stands at 41 percent who approve versus 55 percent who disapprove. A big drop in the closely watched barometer of uh, political health. And until last week, national polls generally showed his approval rating right above 50 percent. So this is like at least nine point drop for Joe Biden, which for any president is is quite a bit. Um, And this poll took place Monday through Thursday, this is USA Today. This is not any conservative-based poll. Um, now, now, while he, he uh, has a 41% approval rating throughout the nation, uh, he is still said to uh, held the backing of 87% of Democrats and only 32% of independents say he is doing a good job. So approval rating sort of in the swing Um Right now for Joe Biden, half approved of his handling of the pandemic, 39% of his handling of the economy, 26% of his handling of the Af- Afghan withdrawal. So uh, today, President Biden's appro- overall approval has taken a turn for the worse um, due to his awful job performance rating on Afghanistan. And that's uh, what David Pelogos had to say, the director of the Suffolk Political Research Center. And he goes on to say that his approval on immigration and the economy are also upside down. The only issue keeping him remotely in the game is his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic, where he is barely at 50%. And we will mention that his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic is what was handed over to him by the previous administration, who um, funded and, and got together Operation Warp Speed, which went on to uh, develop COVID vaccines which uh, were being distributed long before Joe Biden took over on uh, January 20th, just 222 days ago. And um, that's that headline. We've got two more for you. 
This one you can kind of get a laugh at. It says Fox News and conservatives promote unproven ivermectin. And anybody that does that doesn't know what ivermectin is is a dewormer for uh, for livestock, for cattle, for horses, for for whatever else. And, and it's something that is made to be used on animals. And um, this is a completely uh, this is the Washington Post. This is something that is completely untrue. I haven't personally heard of anyone. A conservative Democrat, whoever, anyone um, suggesting this. Uh, but I, I find this very, very funny because uh, I can't think of anyone in their right mind who would actually put ivermectin uh, on themselves or in, inject it in themselves. This is something that is made for livestock and, and not made for humans. So the fact that this is something that's uh, going on is uh, quite crazy. I've, I've actually... Uh, I know I know some people who who work uh, who, who sell this stuff uh, for for livestock and things, and, and they say that they have to put it now. Uh, they're they're required to put it in, in a glass case because people come and and they want to buy it. And there's signs in the store. You go into a tractor supplier. You go into uh, places that have these and that says this is not uh, for use of COVID. So the fact that people do that um, really uh, blows my mind. I, I sort of find that humorous. But it's it's kind of serious. Uh, it's it's like people uh, are, are taking uh, sarcastic remarks and comments, and you know, just like last year when Trump said, "Well, if you can uh, clean other things, clean surfaces with bleach, why can't you inject it in yourself?" Obviously, he didn't mean that. But people will take anything serious, so that's kind of a crazy thing. One more, uh, one final thing. Uh, that we have to talk about is uh, something that's very local and something that I'm very excited about, and that is the North Carolina House has uh, added an additional ten million dollars uh, to the original to the original ten million dollars um, that was put in place to be sent to uh, to fund North Wilkesboro Speedway uh, for um, repairs and, and for rebuilding and reestablishing and and uh, bringing that track back to life. And this is something that I'm very excited about. There was, uh, from, from what I understand, over 150 first responders and volunteers from Wilkes County went just last week to the racetrack uh, to uh, clean things up and uh, bring it back to life. And if you've been by recently, you can see that it looks uh, so great around the track. Uh, they, they spent uh, hours on end working uh, and volunteering and, and um, Doing what needed to be to be done uh, to bring that track back to life, and um, so uh, some things are underway. I'm very excited. I've never got to see the the track close in 1996, so it's very exciting to uh, to uh, for an opportunity to be there uh, for some racing at North Wilkesboro. So that's something that's very important to our local economy, uh, especially in Wilkes County and, and the Wilkesboro area. And that's uh, a really uh, exciting thing. Uh, for race fans and uh, myself as a racing nerd, I'm, I'm very excited. Another thing, there's uh, a, a movie in pre-production called Wilkes County Line, which is going to be uh, about racing in Wilkes County and the early birth of NASCAR. And uh, so th- this is something that, that's very uh, exciting. A lot of great things going on in the motorsports world. I could sit here and talk to you a lot about uh motorsports uh we could do a totally different podcast just based solely off of uh motorsports so i have to talk to my co-host uh about that we'll have to talk to james 
and uh, see what he thinks about that. That may not be a good idea. That would probably be very boring. Uh, I think Dell Jr. already does a great job doing that uh, with the Dell Jr. download. But that's all we've got for you. Uh, very scattered show, very unprepared, very last minute. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, it's very unfortunate James couldn't be here today. I, I, I really do miss James because it's, it's always great uh, having someone to uh, sort of bounce off of and, and hit the things that you don't think about. And uh, uh, James is, is so good at that, and uh, he's a great host. So, uh, James, uh, we look forward to having you back next week. Uh, I want to thank everybody for listening. Like I said, we're approaching 3,000. Actually, while I'm speaking, let me, uh, let me pull it up because this is something that I'm very excited about. We just started this podcast uh, last year, around October, and um, currently we are at 3,000 downloads right now. 3,000 downloads. And in our uh, highest episode is, of course, um, let me check. The highest played episode is our episode with DJ York, which is uh, number 15, which was uh, from last year around November, December. Um, so that's very exciting. Uh, a lot of great things happening for the, for the show, and we are so blessed for all the opportunities that we've been given uh, to speak uh, to each and every one of our listeners, uh, and uh, that's that's it. That's the show for today. If you want to reach out, like I said, uh, Five by Productions at gmail.com is the way to contact us, Facebook and Instagram, uh, and in the near future, YouTube. We will be on YouTube for uh, every show. We will release the video for the show in the very near future. We're working on that, getting things together and organized and getting prepared to start that. Uh, So we're excited about that. We want to thank you for listening, and as always, God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast presented by FYBY. If you enjoyed the content, please leave a rating or review, and check out our Facebook page for more content.